Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, Cancel the Show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks. Projo still doesn't have his camera because he's a liar. I'm going to get a camera <laughs> for the start of the year. I promise. I'm going to get a camera. Well, you know, you guys don't really want me on camera, do you? Oh. And then, no, Joe. Well, you know, maybe I'll see what I can do. Anyway, Joe is here making sure we look and sound as good as we possibly can. Um, if I had the technological education i would do it myself uh-huh. but i suck so i can't anyway uh we're all here today it is wednesday it's a weed wednesday too 9 30 talk with ham ham joining us from saint bart's to talk business oh my gosh i don't know whether to be excited for him yeah or to like one of course we're excited you. no you're happy for people i am actually no, i'm excited for people to get a chance i am very much so uh, i'd love to see happiness on people's yes faces. Love it. Now you don't sound like Lizzie the liberal. Yeah, that yeah. This morning I did, but it was fun. It was all fun. <clears throat> I saw an article Fox News had on this morning. A woman who, it's not on their main website, but she chose. Uh, she gave up her feminist lifestyle, and she's like, "Damn," she's like, "This other lifestyle is really good." Right, <laughs> right. She's like, "I'm actually living life now that I'm not a liberal feminist and angry and mean yeah. all the time, and I don't need a man to do this." She found herself a good man. She loves being a a mom and wife at love home it. and taking care of the household. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I love this traditional role. Good for her. Good for her yeah. for seeing the light. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Now it's, and she gave up this whole like angry fe- feminist career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You try it. You may like it. Yeah. Um, love line with Liber- liberal Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Liberal Lizzie. Yeah. Lizzie the liberal. I just, that would not go over very well, but I guess people who didn't know me, I could act like one, and that would be really fun. Yeah. You could act angry all the time. Vic, you could right your- before the show, I could make stuff up and say, Vic, you literally were treating me terrible. You were a sexist and a misogynist before the show. And then you could put it <laughs> in, with your, like, church lady. My church lady the voice. The church lady voice. Uh-huh. Right. I think it would be fun to see you with blue hair. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? I should come in one day with blue hair. And earrings and tattoos and nose rings and real angry <laughs> and call all of you guys names. That'd be fun. Wouldn't that be, oh, that'd be fun? Call you guys names when yeah. I get in here. This is this Gosh. is cancel this cancel the Monday through Friday, <laughs> eight to ten AM Central. And all the time on our website, cancel this show.com. Uh, ready to rock and roll. You know what we do? News, news headlines, politics, cancel culture, interviews of all kind, uh, some entertainment. Uh, Kelly Mano, Eric Johnson in on Friday. And of course, you can check all of our original content at canceltheshow.com. Lots of good things there as well. Share the show, like it, subscribe. Please go on our platforms. Uh, it helps us when you like, when you put a little uh, thumbs up on there. We do all of those things. Of course, you can go to our website and find all the audio podcasts as well. And we appreciate all of our audio listeners as well. Because when we do this, we do it for a live audience um, from a visual standpoint, but also it goes right to the audio podcast. So if you can't catch us live, remember, go and check the audio podcast out too. Uh, That helps us if you like what we do. If you go on there and click and download it, those numbers add up and they help us for what we do as well. Uh, Some fallout going on with what's happening. And of course, we got uh, Life Unrestricted. The Strix, uh, they're not in studio today. They've got a trip coming up, but they'll join us about 830 as well. Um, are you still doing this? Are you still doing shots? New age? 
Are you done with I, that? I stopped taking them this past month because I've lost all the weight that I wanted. To. You do look good. Thank you. So I, I didn't want to keep doing it for the sake I of need to. I may it. start. I did it from August until the end of December, and I just didn't do it this month so far. Doesn't mean I won't pick it back up, but I don't really want to lose any more weight. Yeah, your clothes are falling off of you. So I'm, I'm good. But like I, Joe. But apparently it doesn't always work that way for everybody that fast. Sometimes you ha- it, it might take you a year. But I, I mine worked pretty quick. So um, I, I get it. That's good. We'll talk to them coming up. Uh, by the way, okay, we'll jump right into this. Um, with the, <laughs> a lot of fallout from Iowa. A lot of people positioning. There's a lot. I mean, a lot of stuff going on when it comes from a national standpoint. When it comes to what's happening with Donald Trump. Um, right out of the gate this morning, <clears throat> is Vivek the VP now? Is Vivek Vivek Ramaswamy, is he going to be the vice presidential pick? Uh, He was stumping, campaigning with Donald Trump in New Hampshire last night. And what a day for Donald Trump, as we said yesterday, he started another (laughs) lawsuit in New York in the morning after being in Iowa the night before in New Hampshire last night. And there is Vivek telling everybody else, just give it up. It's over. You know it. We know. Even national media is saying it's over. Mm -hmm. Um, It is. I've even heard liberals and liberal networks, even while ripping Trump, doing everything they can. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't that big of a win. Mm -hmm. It's only white Christians that that were there voting. It's like, really? How racist? You You know who's racist? Liberals are far more racist in media than any conservatives in media by far because they know they can get away with the crap and not have their brother stations come after them. Mm -hmm. It's really sad. But yet if anybody else makes a mistake in life or they'll be attack, attack, attack. What they've done or tried to do is insane. But Vivek and Donald Trump last night, this together, it's interesting because I watched Donald Trump watch Vivek talk. Yeah, wasn't that interesting to and see? And to me, I see Donald look at him like, yeah, it's a fine little young man there. <laughs> Maybe he'll be a little Donald someday. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. look at that. Look at that man. He's like, I think I like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. if, I'm just sorry if anybody is worried about Vivek. And there's been a lot of people, a lot of people, even on this show. Me, even me. Well, you don't try, <clears throat> yeah, me. Do you still feel that way? Do you still feel like Donald can't trust Vivek? Are you asking me that question? Yeah, I'm asking you. Well, I'm still not sure. No. Okay, I thought he was great yesterday, and I agree with everything that you're saying. He stood back like a proud papa and all of that. I'm not saying he won't be loyal to him. That's my boy. I just think that... If he surrounds him and he really is genuine, I think he really will Mm -hmm. be the Jack Russell dog that Joe was talking about on the show before the show. And and you need those kind of people. You need very loyal dog like (laughs) friends around the president. And I don't. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I just I like everything he says. I really, really do. So I hope it's true it's interesting Uh, and of course we love it when you guys jump in as part of the live cast on our chats you can go and how can people reach us through the chats it's i know it's through facebook rumble Mm -hmm. if you mean while it's live you can go on youtube are we are we going on instagram did we ever take care of that no the aspect that there's only you can only uh 
stream by phone on on Instagram and have okay. the aspect ratio. Yeah. Right. Out but there's plenty. We still have three that are lively. Facebook is by far the most lively, and YouTube and Rumble go back and forth, back and forth. We typically have, after the show, our biggest platform is Rumble. Okay, so you can jump in, and we love it. And you'll quickly see why our live chat is so great for two hours from 8 to 10 a.m. Central. And we love when you jump in. We try to get to your comments. Um, you educate us. We educate you. We entertain each other. Those are the things that happen. Um, I'm just curious because <clears throat> David says Vivek as press secretary. Yeah. Donald Trump last night said mm -hmm. he's going to be a part of what they do, quote, for a long time. Yeah, he did say that. Long time. This is Donald Trump yeah, on record, that. who's a very measured man. He's not just going to say anything. Mm-hmm. There is a plan in place, and I do believe that people who said that there was a plan in place, he just didn't say, come on up last night. There's no way in hell. I learned this in media over 25 years. We, as the public, find out things when we're told we can. Correct. There's always things going on behind the scenes for years in advance, but we'll find out when we're told we can find out. There's no way they just spoke yesterday and Trump said, hey, come on up tonight. No way in hell. They've we've, been speaking. <clears throat> unless Vivek's running low on cash and he need a ride on <laughs> Trump's airplane. Even right. we've been predicting this for at least a week. Yeah, that we thought this was happening. You know that they've been talking. And who knows? Maybe they just had a really long conversation the one day. And Vivek really does speak really well. So he is one of the few people that could come up with a speech that lasts eight to ten minutes without even ever having to practice. The other it. thing I wanted to mention about Vivek is not only can he speak. Okay, Obama could speak. Correct. And he was very good in front of a teleprompter. Mm -hmm. But off of a teleprompter, I didn't see the same level of being able to communicate if he didn't have the words in front of him. With Vivek, mm -hmm. bring it on. Yeah. I'll talk whatever. I don't need a prompter. Mm -hmm. I can do impromptu. That's Vivek has not only an ability to speak, but there is a difference between being able to speak at a podium mm -hmm. and being able to speak and be able to communicate several levels of a situation, break it down in a fast sense so that you're not boring your audience because we all have that person in our family. And if you're one of them, I'm sorry, but they like to hear themselves talk and they talk and they talk and the story goes for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15. And you know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. you know, you know, and there's people in your family and you may be one of them. I have him in my family, but Vivek does it in a way where he can get to points quick. He covers a ton of information. He puts it out, and I'm like, oh, that's why he would be a terrific press secretary. Agreed. I agree. Press secretaries are in the audience in the news yes, more daily. than vice presidents. I agree. Is there still a vice president? I don't think so. Where the hell did Kamala? Is she alive? I don't think so. I haven't seen her. I haven't heard. They, there was an interview with her this past weekend, but God knows yeah. when that took place because it was a taped interview. Is there still a president? Yeah, well, who knows with the two of them for sure? Who knows where they're at? But they've been pretty silent and quiet lately. Um, well, yeah, there's not much good to talk about, no, but they've disappeared when all the bad is going on. Mm -hmm. So, Vivek, people trust him, not trust him. Will it be a ticket? I'm not ruling out him being a VP. I'm yeah. not ruling it out yet. I am not ruling it out. Uh, it is interesting though when I look down and see Sherry say that Trump knows that Vivek is a snake. Really? 
And, and see, that's interesting because I a lot of people are saying here. that. A lot of people, you know, Trump has learned a lot, I think, being in the first Why? four years. I'm not saying he is or he isn't a snake because I really don't know. All I can know is go on what I think and I feel about it, but you shouldn't always go on your feelings about something. I can't put my finger on it either. I don't know if it's just because he's such an opportunist, and I know that all politicians can be, but there's something about him that a lot of people still don't like. Yeah, Terry's, well, Terry says Carrie Lake's been showing up a lot too. Yes, Carrie But she's Lake. running for a state. She's running for a state uh, Senate position right now in Arizona. Could she back out? Yeah, of course sure. she could. Sure, she could. But um, I don't know. Vivek is saying all the right things. And he's a cute little boy compared to Donald Trump. And he's got the same kind of hair as Donald Trump. And he's got good teeth. And he says all the right things. Now, let me tell you something. He's uh-huh. a, yeah. Now, Ron, please drop out of the race. Correct. That's what he's always uh-huh. he's like. Ron, you have no chance. Come on. Mm-hmm. And what he says is... Take you and your three-foot high heel boots and please go back to Florida. That's right. That's right. And oh. so I like what he says. Speaking of which, really quick, Matt Gates. <laughs> Good old Matt Gates. <laughs> Matt Gates from Florida <laughs> yesterday, he told Ron, he's like, Ron, come on. It's mm-hmm. over, man. Yeah, come on, Ronnie. <laughs> but that's what we've been told the deep state wants. Vivek told us this. He said yeah. the deep state wanted a two-person race, Haley and Trump. Yes. So they wanted to get, and then, of course, remember the sound with Chris Christie last week? Yes. There were a lot of people who thought it was planned. I didn't. Now, um, I digress. Mm-hmm. I do think it was planned. Yeah, I think it was planned. Because they all want a two-person race they now. They do. They do. Because that, then they... It's better for the underdog, Nikki Haley, to have that. Correct. It definitely is. Ron DeSantis is standing in the middle. I want to debate Trump. That's uh-huh. I mean, she's I'm not oh, and then she's now making her own terms. Yeah, she is. Did you see that? She pulled out of a debate with Ron because she's like, he's not good enough for me. Yeah, she's and he's something. not, but neither are you. Well, and she, you know, just think about it. We <laughs> talked about this yesterday. She wouldn't even have had the numbers in Iowa if the Democrats had voted. Bob Onder told us that yesterday. For sure, he knows that for God, a fact. There's so much. I keep forgetting all this stuff. That was another thing I read yesterday. Yeah. We'll get into it. Why she won one county mm-hmm. by one vote. Of course she did. Did Did you read this? Yeah, I, I read did. that. If you did, okay, okay, we're jumping all over the place because there's so much there's good info. There's so much stuff. And, and when we're reading it, we do it when we read, 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 read all the day. Yeah, I was at a two-person race when she finished third. Good I, point. I get it. Uh-huh. Nikki won one county out of 99. Uh-huh. Bye. One vote. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know why? And it's what you just said, what Bob Onder said. Yeah. One county ran out of slips of Democrats Correct. switching parties. Uh-huh. They ran out of switch. Slips. Papers. Switch they slips. Did. They did. So that because they were, oh my God, we hate Trump. We uh-huh. hate him. We hate uh-huh. him. Which shows you the makeup of the liberal, unfortunately. It just made them feel good to be, see, he didn't win all the counties. I mean, literally, come on. they don't even care about the biggest goal anymore. No. Oh, we stuck it to him. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what that's what took long. And and I still don't believe it, but whatever. By one vote. Yeah, by one vote. <laughs> Give me a break on that one. Give me a break. Oh, and then there's these liberal. I'm sorry. All the liberals that I see going after Trump, they're all ladies. I'm yeah. sorry. They're like liberal Lizzie's. Liberal Lizzie's. Yeah, because I've gone after Trump before. <laughs> no, I just like that name. Liberal yeah, that, Lizzie's. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I don't like Karen's. I like liberal Lizzie's better. Yeah, that is a pretty cool name. Mm-hmm. So there are all these little Lizzie's out there running around. <laughs> <laughs> all these chatterboxes, little chat birds 
birds chirping it up. Mm-hmm. On areas, it's all these women. Me, white Christian. He didn't win by that big a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so mean. I'm like, oh my God, he just dominated. It was a historic victory. Right. As Peter says, a win is a win. Angie says, you guys crack me up. She's like, you're telling me there's a chance. Nikki the warmonger, a dim at best. She won't debate again, she said, until or unless Trump is on the stage. Yeah, we know that. Correct. She says, Democrats voting for her should tell you everything you need to know about Haley. But that's the reason why Trump didn't win that. So you were making a very good point. And then I interjected. <laughs> it was all good what you were saying. But I, can't, I was, was like, good. oh, my God. There was one thing led to the next to the next. Yeah. And now she's like, well, I'm not going to debate him anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm Nikki. I finished third. <laughs> it's like, give me a break. Who are you? Right. But she acts like she won. Because they have to. They do. They do have to. They can't act like, oh, I'm a big loser. And there I'm going to go on. That, that's great stuff, Joe. <laughs> uh-huh. By one, you know, Bill Hemmer, you know, they did. They won by one, as what? I showed you. Uh-huh. You felt so important saying that, too. <laughs> David sent that. Thanks, David. We appreciate it, buddy. Um, yeah, if you guys have things, you can send it to the show. Cancel, what is it, producer at cancel? Producer at canceltheshow.com. By the way, we love your interaction. We love producer it. Producer at com. Joe has it. Producer at canceltheshow.com. If you have things, let them know. Um, if you have videos, pictures, um you name it, yeah, do we it. love it. When we'll you jump do it. in with it. It's just sad to see all those people because they can't accept a loss. A loss is a loss is a loss is a loss, and it was a big one for both of them. So, oh, I like that. Uh, Kamala's busy with scratchy sniff candles. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, right. That makes sense. I get it. That does it. make sense. Uh, <clears throat> ABC, of course, canceled tonight's Republican debate from New Hampshire. That's because Nikki pulled out. Yep, she pulled out of it. It wouldn't be interesting at all. And their ratings would be so low. And CNN and MSNBC not even playing Trump. I sound like Louis Anderson. You'd, Somebody said you yes. I, I, I hear that. I can I hear that now that you're saying it. it. Is it the sound, the voice? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like that. When you, when you do a certain voice, but I mean, like, you, you do have kind of the same pitch and tone. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll that take that's the right. funnest. Thank you. That is good. That I'll is take really that as fun. a compliment. Uh, bird brain Haley sounds like a liberal if you don't know better. You know what? Might, right now might be a perfect time for it, too. I know we still have tons of people jump in. Can we show you? Somebody f- snapped a picture last night. She is literally morphing before her eyes. Mm-hmm. Nikki Haley is. Let's see it. Here's Nikki Haley. Somebody <laughs> snapped this picture of Nikki last night. <laughs> she does kind of look like Hillary. She absolutely looks like Hillary. That is oh a perfect God, picture. Oh, my God. That's the best. Hillary's favorite food is donuts, it looks like. Oh, yeah, she gained a lot of weight overnight, too. For, like. In her face. Maybe just in her face. For our listeners on the podcast, we're showing a picture, and it's uh, Nikki Haley comboed with um, Hillary I mean, Clinton. But she does sound the, just like it. And if we had Jeannie any says, doubt. Ew. I know. And it has the Hillary font for the name. It sure does. I'm, that is, yeah, she's morphing. <laughs> she's totally morphing. Wait, there's somebody else I'm thinking who she reminds me of. Um, I don't know if it was from a movie. Um, she's actually a really pretty lady. She's just saying all the Democrat talking points because I really, this is the bill of goods I think she's getting. Donald Trump's going to go to Who's a pretty Jim. lady? 
Nikki Haley, she's not ugly. You're a pretty lady. You're just being kind. Well, she's not ugly. I mean, there's some really uh, ugly okay. people. Well, I mean, I'm not saying she's ugly. I just... I mean, she's, you know, I mean, she's not ugly or anything. And she You talks. know, women will do that, though. They'll say somebody's pretty, even when they know in their heart that they're not. Yeah, but like, I would tell you right now on air, I wouldn't lie to the listeners and oh, say that you're I special. thought... Lizzie's a nice You're special. Person. Oh, so, you're pretty. I mean, I do. Way. I mean, her hair's fine, and she looks pretty, and she goes to these things, and she even wears sometimes just old ratty sweatshirts, and she still looks fine in it. But I think she's being so the bill of goods that Donald Trump is going to go to jail. I really do. I think that that's well, of course that's why they all told. ran. Yes, but but they're telling her you are a Democrat. Apparently we know Ron you're did. a Democrat. Apparently that's not why Ron ran. There's some other information when we get to Ron that's yeah. not today. As yes, well. <laughs> we know why Ron is. We'll get to that in a little bit. We we do local. We do national. There's just been so much national politics and so news headlines much. and stories. Yes. Uh, Megan says she finally decided to put some lipstick on this past week. That's true. Oh. And her lipstick matches her shirt. Who Haley? Yeah. Okay. So Adana says she looks exhausted. She She's does acting look tired. Ugly. What a great. Yeah, she does look tired. Dave says, no, she is effing ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Terry says, I don't trust her. Apparently she had a line of people changing their registration from. Different- yeah, of course. And she accepted it and they were encouraging it and they they're were. encouraging it in New Hampshire as well. Uh, Bendy says, Nikki is the Republican Hillary. That's why we have that picture. Correct. And this is, I, I agree with Glenn, her voice. Her voice is like those nails. To me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever, I mean, I was fine, but then yeah. she started pointing that finger at Ron. Hey, you, you just want my donors and her finger. And it's like, if you put a witch hat on her head, it would be, okay. you know, it would yeah. be the part. Yeah, you're probably right about that. She was not very nice to Ron to Sanctimonious. Greg, since you... Um, are talented with video work and graphics and you don't have a lot to do right now if you want to put a uh, a witch hat on nikki haley and send us a picture <laughs> yeah greggy you can do that put a witch put hat her on, on a broom <laughs> here's a in green listen uh-huh. she did a lot for our country as united nations uh she was the ambassador of the united nations that's not an easy job it's not she is a hard-working woman she was successful in business she was a conservative she was a republican but her whole pitch on illegal aliens, mm-hmm. man, she should lose her card for that. She should. She absolutely should lose her card for that. And it's all because of the money and the donations. Mm-hmm. And when you become compromised, you become different. And she has changed. I know we have fun joking around about some of those things. But at the end of the day, as Robert says, she became a globalist. For sure. I don't she know lost if she always roots. was, but she definitely is a globalist. She is not now. what Republican conservatives are looking for in this country in 2024. She's Correct. not. I can tell you she's definitely changed because in the beginning she sounded pretty good. And then all of a sudden, you know, something definitely changed with her. Yeah, well, it's called I, money, money, money. Yeah. And yep. And I think a lot of women, conservative women and our young, young women who might have been liberals is looking for that lady that says <laughs> things that kind of sound liberally and a little bit. So, I mean, I know people that like Nick. Is liberally like nipply? Yes. Yes. You could be, if you are out in the cold and you're a liberal, that is not a good day. Uh, so all of these things start to happen as Trump, and they all intertwine right now because it gives us this drama, this theater. Mm-hmm. Um, even my son asked me, he's like, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, sophomore in high school. Well, I was glad, but he has no choice because yeah. he's around me. And he's going to hear some of those things. You betcha. Because we have to teach our kids whether we do. they want to hear it or not. Absolutely. Uh, 
have them make their own decisions, but you have to give them all the information to make those decisions. Donna mm. says, yes, she has changed. Glenn says, Nimrod Nimrata. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nimrod Nimrata. <laughs> She's coming up. Um, <laughs> and for any of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, we talked about her real name yesterday in the word Nimrod. Nimrata Pundafandala. <laughs> yeah, that was right. Sounds right to me. I, it was something like that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's Indian and she should be proud of her heritage. Mm-hmm. Uh, why she changed her name, I don't know, but whatever. Uh, Haley is her married name, so she's allowed Correct. to do that. Nikki, yeah. I'm, I'm sure because Americans and probably kids in America couldn't Same understand name. Nimrata. Yeah. Nimrata and, it's, yeah. and that's not uncommon. Um, no, I isn't. went to school with uh, an Indian girl who changed her name as well. She cut mm-hmm. it down and did it something different. So yeah. we're fair. Yeah, that's understandable. But I don't dislike Nikki. It's just be honest. And I don't think that she's what's best for this country right now. And that's coming a long way because people used to rip me for not being 100% in Donald Trump's camp because they didn't like the way that he acted. And now I'm like, yeah, he's he's good. You know what? Guess what? I always talk about pride. You know what? I was wrong. Yeah, you were. You and were so wrong. It's all right to say you're wrong. Mm-hmm. It's all right. You're wrong. I'm sorry. Hey, guess what? It's all right. It's refreshing to say you're wrong because I was wrong. refreshing. About Trump from a year and a half ago. Yeah. Of thinking, well, he needs to be more presidential. He, Not when people are attacking you like they were. Correct. Not when the game is fixed. Not when the playing field is not equal. Not when the deep state is doing what they're doing. Not when the election happened in 2020 and all the things that happened that night. Not when all the lawsuits mm-hmm. are thrown against the wall. Not when all the media has come after you. Not when you have fake lawsuits being thrown at you as well. Not when you have other candidates now accepting money from Democrats, which is something they would never do in the past. Mm-hmm. It's all about money, money, money. Then it's time. You know what? It's game on. And I don't know what – and throughout all of it, now Donald has become more measured. Yes. He's not wasting time, as he said. He's talking about no retribution for what has been done to him because the country needs it. And it's like, whoa, people. People change. People can do better. Mm-hmm. If there was ever a time that we needed somebody like this, it is certainly now. Uh, yeah, Jay says most names derived are shortened versions. Yeah. Very true. Because Jay, his name is Jay. Maybe his real name is Jace. Elizabeth to Lizzie. My, yes. my real uh-huh. name's Joseph. Yes. And Victor to Vic. Yep. Uh, those things happen. Um, we get that as well. Okay. So Donald Trump and Vivek, that is a boost of energy. That is a can of Red Bull times three rolling into new hampshire trump already has the measured approach when trump speaks people listen the old ef hutton that he does he has that appeal mm-hmm. and then you add vivek to it yeah. boom yeah which is why trump is the godfather he can just sit in the back and let his let his little maid men yeah let his little care. jack russell terrier do go, go here's here's vivek talking last night there is not a better choice left in this race than this man right here, and that is why I am asking you to do the right thing as New Hampshire and to vote for Donald J. Trump as your next president, because we're not working with a lot of time here. If our kids are in high school before we get this right, we don't have a country left. That's what it means. We've been celebrating our diversity and our differences for so long that we forgot all of the ways that we are the same 
as Americans, bound by that common set of ideals that set this country into motion. We believe those ideals still exist. This man is going to be your next president to revive them. E pluribus unum. From many, one. And you know how we're doing it? We're doing it by speaking the truth at every step of the way. There are two genders in this country. Period. That is the truth. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear energy. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government in the United States, not four. And the U.S. Constitution is the strongest and greatest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is the truth. We fight for the truth. We stand up for the truth. That is what won us the American Revolution. That is what reunited us after the Civil War. That is what won us two world wars and the Cold War. That is what still gives hope to the free world. And if we can revive that dream over group identity and victimhood and grievance, then nobody in the world... Not a nation, not a corporation, not a virus, not China is going to defeat us. That is what American exceptionalism is all about. That is what we are going to revive to, yes, make America great again. Vote for this man right here in the New Hampshire primary. God bless you and your families. And may God bless our United States of America. Thank you, New Hampshire. It's good to see you guys. We're coming back and winning this in a landslide. We will not stop until we get this job done. Thank you all. God bless you and your families. Did he just say he loved him? Yeah. He said, I love you. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Wow, that's how was that? Pretty good, right? <laughs> that was pretty good. And he's a fantastic guy. And he's really, uh, he's got something that's uh, very special because he started off with a Zippo and he's got, he ended up very strong. He did a great job. I was actually surprised when he called because he was doing well. And uh, it's an honor to have his endorsement. He's going to be working with us and he'll be working with us for a long time. Okay, that's the end of the quote. He'll be working with us that's for a long time. Correct. That speech gave me, gave me thrills. I told you, number one, as you see, he's a great speech giver, mm -hmm. but he can cover a mile's tons worth of, stuff. of material in a short amount of time, mm -hmm. hitting the headlines so that it energizes you. It hits your hot buttons at the same point in time. That's... That, I'm, an already amazing campaign by Donald Trump mm -hmm. just got better. It did. And it's interesting because I look at the, the chat line yeah. and we cover everything. Correct. Megan's like, Trump knows he's a plant. Where'd that come from, Megan? Oh, that's right. Megan just got back from India where the conservatives don't trust Vivek in India for whatever reason because they say he's Hindu. Correct. I think that's what Megan had said. And I'm like, what?
Yeah. Well, and Bindi's saying something that great. That would be the biggest one to get over on me because yeah. I don't see Trump getting played anymore. And for that to be true, Trump would have to be getting played right now. And he's doing it in a public sense, talking about how great this guy is and that he's going to be with him for a long time. So if Trump had some sort of inclination that Vivek was bad, mm-hmm. he would not be put in that situation right now. No way. Right. Am I well, wrong? Well, I don't know. I think Bindi said has the best line. She's like, maybe Vivek is the real deal, but it's a shame. We all have to be so skeptical because a lot of us are skeptical. Yes. We I mean, I'm skeptical. skeptical. I, I, I see the chat line and I see validity and almost everything that they're saying. Some people think he's a snake. Some people think he's an opportunist. Some people thought that was his audition speech for the VP. People are interpreting Trump's look at him differently. Some people think like you that he's Trump looking, likes him. That he likes him. <clears throat> and other people are saying they're keeping his enemy closer. Now, if Vivek is real, and some people are saying he's not, a lot of people love him. At the very least, if even if he was originally a snake, if he can get the VP or be the press secretary and actually do what he says and actually be the loyal Jack Russell puppy dog to Donald Trump, it would be a glorious, glorious thing. I like what David said. Vivek could have teamed with Nimrata Rahahanda, who was also known as Nikki Haley. Correct. Correct. He didn't. He at least didn't hide his name to appear more American. I agree and with that too. Because that's I'll his name. Right now, listen, I trust him. I think Donald Trump trusts him. I do not think he's a plant. We all have past. We all have things in our past that we don't like. Maybe some of those things, maybe he's developed. Obviously, at one point in time, he took Soros money. We know that to be a fact. He said that he didn't take money thinking that, oh, I'm going to be a George Soros fan. Mm-hmm. When there's grants, scholarships, things available, sometimes people take those, uh, especially if they need money. That's something that can't be hidden. He did take Soros money. Yeah. But today... January 17, 2024, mm-hmm. uh, I think he saw the winner. And people attach themselves to winners, too, in life. Of course, and why wouldn't you? You want to be attached to a winner. And I like... And what, he's a very smart... He might be the smartest guy of everybody. He, I think he Donald probably Trump's is the, most, the smartest. Donald Trump's the most street smart. Correct. But Vivek might be the smartest when it comes to everything else when you put it all into a, a big into mix a of package. Bag and being yes. able to explain things, obviously, to people. Because that speech... Woo, it was fantastic. What was that? In like two minutes, three minutes? Yes. It was a wonderful hit? speech. Well, until it he becomes like part of the administration, this. until he becomes part of it, I think it's okay to be skeptical. But but if he becomes part of Trump's campaign, I think then even, as Robert's saying, even if we don't like him, we do need to like He's him. He's going to be, if, if Trump were to win, and I still believe that somehow, some way, um, I, I I, I can't see the deep state allowing Trump to be on, as I've told you, to let him get in. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the deep state is going to do everything that they can, but they don't have much left to do. They, the two things they have, although it worked, is I don't even think they can do a pandemic. And we'll be talking about something later. They're going to try that again. But I think that um, uh, some, the, the liberals in the week are going to fall for that again. But even the, the smartest people are not going to fall for that again. The two things they've got is to cheat again, but I'm hoping and hoping and hoping, seeing what happened in Iowa, people are not going to cheat. People are going to be there. We need to show up at the caucuses. We need to show up, show up, show up. The only other thing is a war. 
is to, and we've, we keep talking about that, and you can see all over national TV, they are gunning for the United States, and we could very much end up in a war. That's going to be it. And then we're stuck with Joey Biden. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just, that's just awful. But in the meantime, I think I see hope. I do see hope. I do see Iowa, just because he won Iowa, doesn't mean that he's going to win everything. And I don't even think everybody came out in Iowa. I think that the weather kept some elderly people out and he still won in a landslide. I think he wins everywhere. I do. I think he wins in a landslide everywhere. And at this point, this is where all of us who love our country and call us the MAGA group are the Make America Great people. We've got to show up. We've got to be there. We've got to we've got to watch what these people are doing and we've got to hold people accountable. I see nothing but hope right now. And I think we're so on top of what they tried to do to us before that we see it coming. Before, there was times we didn't see it coming. I mean, I think we knew that they were going to cheat, but they cheated, you know, like he should have lost the election with Hillary because they cheated mm-hmm. then too. I think he's going to win bigger than he ever has before for the third time. Each time he gets more votes. So I, I, I see he wins. And if we do not see him as a winner, we didn't try hard enough to go at these people because we know what they're going to do. We now know what they're going to do. So we just need to fight back. And we don't have to fight back with guns, although I love guns. We need to fight back at the polling booths. <laughs> Donald Trump is going to have even more mountains thrown at him. Things oh, that we don't even know are still going to come out. Mm-hmm. It's all starting to put itself together. We talk about this, and it was part of this whole interaction of all the intertwinings. Nikki Haley... Think about this. I always talk about the scorecard. Number one, coming out of Iowa, she's claiming to be a, a, a winner. She's so much a winner that now she doesn't want to debate Ron DeSantis. I get it. That's fine. Whatever. Um, well, because I am so good now, I don't have to deal with Ron DeSantis. You, tre- you create the narrative that you want for yourself, whether it's true or not. Mm-hmm. But then she keeps telling herself this, and then if you just keep telling the American people over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, and now, guess who Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis have as mouthpieces? All the left media. Yeah, they do. They have all joined them now. They have. For the first time in the history of this country. Correct. I have watched left-leaning liberal media take an active role in trying to do hit jobs on Donald Trump, on trying to promote Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. I'm shocked. But here's the problem. They're picking and choosing who they want. It's not where we're going to give conservative ideals an opportunity to talk. It's we're going to give them as it fits us. Mm -hmm. And what happened? Coming out of getting his ass kicked. I mean, and, and I feel bad. Ron got his ass kicked. I mean, he really got, did. and he did all this up to himself. He did. And we're going to get into a word that's leaking out today on why Ron and his campaign has been absolutely destroyed. And allegedly, and, and who knows what kind of falling out they had. I, when there's arguments and fights, people say whatever they want. But now there's information that's come out on why Ron has had, I mean, this is arguably one of the worst campaigns. Literally. Yeah, it's bad. I, I mean, <laughs> This century. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's bad. It really is bad. To go from where he was to where he is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, thinking that, oh, maybe he could challenge Trump to where that he's hoping to get second and he's looking like he may be third. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yeah. just bad out of a four-person race. Correct. Um, so what happened? CNN doing a town hall last night just with Ron DeSantis. Yeah. That says a lot, doesn't <laughs> CNN it? CNN wouldn't even give the Republicans anything, and now they're like... Uh-huh. Well, we're here, Ron. We're going to give you a stage tonight. They know the ribbler, the, the liberals are changing their ticket. They know that they're right. they're switching over, so they're going to try and 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 back whoever they want, that is and, exactly which is right. their plants, their their Trojan horses. Mm-hmm. And you know that Nikki is their Trojan horse for sure. But they've watched exactly how Ron DeSanctimonious has literally been chewed up and spit out. He's ve- he, he can be manipulated, and that's the sad thing. And I thought he was the best badass governor through all of it. But, it. but when you look back, it was just one point. Just one point. Now, it was a big one. It was just one point that he made his claim to fame, and that was keeping the state open. And that's huge. I am not undermining that. I applauded him and had wished our state was more like that. But I also understood why in many states the governor left it up to the municipalities. I do. that. That is similar to the federal government leaving it open to the states but that's all he that's really all he has if you really cut him down and break him down that's the only stuff substance really ronnie has most americans still think everything is on the up and up i'm just telling they you, do think it's on the up do. and up and it's not being in media was the best thing for me because i saw how it isn't mm-hmm. and i saw from the inside out you sure did how things are put together and it's not always that it starts as something ill, bad or illegal, but it's how people are raised and then, oh, we get our ideals. And before you know it, it becomes this big ball of confusion rolling down the hill. Yep. And that snowball becomes the blizzard. The problem that you have now is the fact that Ron uh, and Nikki are – both campaigns are not, not doing well. No. But what they want – and Vivek told us this a couple of weeks ago. He said there's two people. One's the puppet. It's going to be Nikki. They mm-hmm. want – Ron to be on her ticket as a VP because it made me start to think, okay, they'll tell us, well, we got to have Nikki. We got to have Nikki. Mm -hmm. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. And Nikki's now saying, well, I'm the guy. I'm the woman. I'm the person. Mm -hmm. When she just got third place in Iowa. Correct. She got third place. I mean, Ron squeaked out (laughs) barely, but she got third place. And she's going to lose in New Hampshire. Democrats are going to do everything they can to go after Trump. Don't you want the guy that the Democrats hate the worst? Mm-hmm. That should tell you something. There's only going to be one choice left for them. And then, what do you mean? For who? For the Democrats, if they're trying to keep him out. Or for the deep state altogether, if they're trying to keep him out. And, uh, you know, I worry about that one option that they have. It's what are you only- talking about? I'm sorry. I'm, what are you t- uh, To unalive him. To unalive oh, who? You talk about Trump. to unalive Trump. Oh. oh yeah, we've talked about that, and there's a lot of talk. Tucker even talks about it. Yeah, that, I've heard. There's only that. one. There's only because he's he's killing everything, mm-hmm. and and the I think they're running out of choices, and I have a feeling we're going to see a JFK come. Well, they have two. Choices. I don't think he's going to be I'm driving not, around in any like, any uh, convertibles anytime soon. No, I but. see your point. I don't see it happening, but I, I could. But I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, that is definitely one of the choices, that and causing a war. Why wouldn't you want Donald Trump, if you're a conservative, when you see that all the liberals... Even the average person can see this, mm-hmm. of what's being done, what what's trying to be done right now to Trump, yeah. Vivek, all of it. Because, okay, we're going to tell you Nikki's the person. We want to make this a two-person race, ASAP. Yep. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait a second, she just got third. How is it a two-person race? Mm-hmm. And then I understand why she wouldn't want to do debates, but she already agreed to them. But 
No, well, I'm the president. And then she starts telling herself and she starts believing it. Okay, fine, whatever. Just be honest. I'm starting to lose it because of her lies. Mm Mm-hmm. Because of where she's going with the deep state money. That's where we come to that from that standpoint. Kathy says, true, Joe, or else there will be a grid down situation, war pandemic, so we can't vote, which is what we were talking about yesterday. And yeah, we did talk about it. And Kathy's right. That sounds absurd, what Kathy and Joe are saying. That sounds absurd. But they're not wrong. Because who would have thought that, oh my gosh, in America, you would look out your window and everybody has a mask on and everybody's scared and staying in their house and they're ruining the economy. And from day one, I said, this is literally only to shut down Donald Trump and the election so they can gain back power. So as bizarre as that sounds, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Over and over and over again, we talk about this. And, you know, we're over halfway through January now. Mm -hmm. Time seems to be going faster. We're going to see where all of this shakes out, what's happening. But you continue to see the media, the headlines and everybody else pushing their agenda, pushing their narrative and trying now to go after and push up Nikki Haley. Yeah. As Vivek told us would be the case just a few weeks ago. And don't think for a second Donald didn't know this. He knows all the stuff that's going on. It's all happening right now before our eyes. And it blows my mind of what is still to come. How long will Ron DeSantis stay in the race? Because he's done. Yeah. It's sad, but he's done. And he knows he's done. Look at his demeanor. He knew he was done for months. Over and, And now he is so bad that even his own people are coming out against him. Correct. And... We talk about this being one of the worst campaigns, and he should have never gone after Donald Trump. That was the problem. Never. You don't go after the Don. You don't go after the head boss when you don't have the chops to take it down. Correct. And you don't go after somebody that was an obviously great president. The only thing they could say bad about him is his mean tweets, that he was a great president and the election was stolen. And- And that's awful. That is such disloyalty. I know some people disagree with me, but I mean, he would not have been the governor if, in fact, Donald Trump didn't help him. He would not have been. He he would not. And I'm glad that he was because the choice was not great. Well, we have listeners saying that he was connected to deep state money, too, which is why he went and did it, which is why my biggest problem with Ron DeSantis was he showed disloyalty. He did. And I don't. And one of the worst things in life that kind of coincides with pride is being disloyal. Yes. You've got to have loyalty you absolutely do um and and he didn't um alex says she is the biggest liar it's crazy she lies about stuff she said on video the day before correct she does and yeah i mean that's what nikki has done and she kind of became a john Kerry flip-flopper she did she reminds kind of that globalist kind of Mm -hmm. say what is good for the moment Yes. yes. Don't get into everything that, you know, hey, oh, yeah, I'll say whatever feels good today. That's where the problem is. Mm -hmm. Uh, DeSantis looks like Shemp from the Three Stooges (laughs) coming from Donna. (laughs) And I didn't think he looked like that. When he was in Florida being a badass, I really thought he came out and he had some great speeches, kind of like Vivek does now. And now he looks like a beaten puppy dog. This is the thing, though. The party needs to unite. And there are so many people who follow DeSantis Mm -hmm. that say that they would never, ever, ever, under no circumstance, follow Donald Trump. Or well, that's vote. terrible. I mean, but it's out there. Right. And you guys know people like this because we do. there's so much anger and pride and resentment mm-hmm. in 2024. It's like, okay, your guy lost. 
You know, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. Just admit it. Just admit it. Get rid of your pride. The more you say you're wrong, the easier it gets. If you back DeSantis, okay, it's all right. It is all right. He lost. He never had a shot from the beginning. Sometimes we're delusional. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we really want something to happen. We're human. We're not perfect. He had no chance mm-hmm. from the get-go. Yeah. It was not his time. And then, unfortunately, here's the problem. Now, his campaign is done. His donors dropped him. The biggest donors dropped him and went to Nikki Haley. I mean, (laughs) that should tell you something. Mm -hmm. And then a pair of consultants have come out now who have worked with DeSantis in the past and told the organization, The Messenger, that the biggest problem with Ron DeSantis' campaign is the fact that he would only surround himself with people who refuse to question him, which shows arrogance. He would not listen to anybody that would tell him something other than what he wanted from the get-go. Quote, the DeSantis campaign was too much of a DeSantis fan club. That is like, oh. Mm, mm -hmm. Now, could, and one thing I've learned in life, just to break it all down, could this guy have been fired or a woman been fired at some point and hate DeSantis? Yeah, because... If you upset people, they'll rip you. We've all had people rip us behind our back and lie about us and say things that aren't true if they're angry. I've dealt with it. Lizzie's dealt with it. Joe, you've dealt. People will lie about you if you upset them for whatever reason. Yeah, it just makes them feel better, I think. And I don't ever think that that's a good way to attack back because don't lie about people, but they do it. They do it. The... The consultant goes on to say, quote, Ron is the smartest guy in the room. Everyone else there is an idiot. No one tells him he's wrong. So it didn't happen that often. That's, wow, okay. And then the second consultant backed it up yeah. and said that this is what happened. And it's one of the reasons why Ron DeSantis crashed and burned because he refused to listen to others that he knew this, that he was the smartest guy in the room. Um, yeah. Oh, me, they said De- DeSantis further harmed himself with yeah. a series of missteps from a glitchy campaign rollout to fringe right-wing videos that made his campaign appear too online. Yeah, that's all true. And the Florida governor's main allied super PAC also descended into infighting during critical times in the uh, race. So, yeah. Uh, on the heels of getting crushed in Iowa, this stuff starts to happen as well. On the heels? Did you say that on purpose? Oh, my God. No, I didn't. On the heels? Okay. Just just, just saying. Uh, oh, that's good. The moment you realize I should have stayed in Florida for our listeners on the podcast, showing <laughs> a day's confused and scared Ron DeSantis right now. And it's unfortunate because I do believe he is a strong conservative. I do, too. Uh, I, I believe he's a good human being. I believe he has great morals, values. I believe he loves this country. He was in the military. I like Ron DeSantis, actually, but I don't like this. I wouldn't be happy either. They said it looks unhappy. Yeah, I wouldn't he be happy. He is unhappy. Either. He was on top of the world in he Florida. Was. And he just, all he had to do was wait his turn. I truly believe that if he had just gone straight in, back Donald Trump, he very well could have been the VP, and then he would have had 2028 in the back. You know what? I think in this, the is back. A, this is a life lesson for all of us, and we're going to continue this after we talk with Kathy because there's more to get into plus disease X. Uh, Don't think for a second that world leaders 
have not put together something yet. It's called Disease X. You think COVID was bad? Uh-huh. They're literally telling us right now what they're going to do to they us. They are telling us. Uh, we're going to get into that after we talk to Kathy. We'll get into Kathy Helbig Strict right now, Experience Realty Partners. Uh, Steve is flying out today, so he can't be with us. So we get all Kathy. Uh, yes. I don't know if you had a chance, Kathy, to hear us talking about, you know, Ron, he could have, Ron DeSantis, he could have had a chance had he waited his time, but he wanted to be the boss and he thought he could make mm-hmm. all the decisions. I think it's a great life lesson because something tells me in your life in business uh, and all the years and experience that you've put into things, you know, everybody has their time. See, Mm -hmm. I'm comparing you to the Don, Donald Trump of politics. You're the Donald (laughs) Trump of real estate. I would agree with that. And I'm sure you've had people along the way try to tell you, you know what, Kathy, you're wrong. You may have all the experience, but I know better. I'm going to do it this way. And maybe they can't get what they want, so they go somewhere else, and then they crash and burn like Ron DeSantis. I think it's a good life lesson. Has that ever happened to you? All the time. (laughs) Of course it has. (laughs) Over the years, years, I would say probably seven out of ten people that leave don't don't make it or don't make it. At, at least as good as they were with me and definitely better. Mm-hmm. Now, now there's some that do because they come in and they, they coached and they took from me what they needed to take from me and they learned. And, you know, not everybody's going to stay with somebody their entire career. So that's part of the game in this business is, is a, it's a lot of high turnover. And I love to see those people go succeed because I know I was a foundation and played a part for that. Rather they want to acknowledge that or not. I know that, I was, and that gives me satisfaction to, to see that. But yeah, there's people that definitely try to rush it. I actually had a brand new agent. <clears throat> By the way, that- before you tell us the story, you are now yeah. affectionately referred to as the Donna. The Donna. Instead <laughs> of the Don, you're the Donna. Cool. I'll take it. Um, no, I had a brand new agent come to, to work for us and you know she was going 50 miles a minute and had all these big ideas and I, I'm, I'm a realist. So I don't want to definitely don't want to puncture anyone's, <clears throat> you know, um, vision, but there's also a time and place for everything. And there's reality in this business. So I sat her down and just said, listen, I want to make sure I wouldn't be a good leader if I didn't tell you that I think some of this is, you know, you're putting the cart before the horse and we got to start walking before you run. So I had those conversations and it was just it was just a weird relationship and there was a lot of bucking the system from very early on and then we decided to part ways and i got a really nasty oh. email from her telling me how how everything i do wrong and there's you know that her her someone else that was a, a a baby in the business also said that that's not how her broker did it and blah 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 blah, blah. so i really like you're an amateur telling me that everything I've created for 26 years and has been successful because, you know, I get imposter syndrome just like anybody else does too, because you, you know, your own failures, you, you know, your own weaknesses. And especially with social media, you don't necessarily put all that out there. You're always putting out, you know, the, the great stuff. And I try to mix in both, you know, somewhat, but you, you get imposter syndrome. And there's many times in my career that I've thought, to myself, like, maybe I'm not as great as everyone thinks I am, you know, right? But then I look back, I'm like, man, I've had a 26 year run in a really, really tough business as a woman owned business with a lot of turnover. And I survived like that's, Mm -hmm. that's big in itself to survive a business like this as a woman 
Um, and then to employ people and be responsible for people. So every once in a while, I have to give myself a pat on the back because I don't usually. I usually pick myself apart and go, ah. No, you should. And it's good. That's and experience good. is something. Yeah. Experience Realty Partners, which is why you should call Kathy on hearing that when it comes to real estate. You're not going to find somebody who's dealing with situations that they're not prepared for. Mm -hmm. Or if something crazy happens out of the blue, which we saw happen in 2023, which realtors had never seen before, they're going to be better prepared. Yeah. 314 Six sold three one four two seven six sold. You said back to that comparison you were making. That yeah, it <clears throat> it does seem like you know agents can come in and sell a few houses and then get a big head and think they know everything. But honestly, it takes years mm -hmm. to learn all the things. I'm still learning. It's it's every day a learning process is always changing. It there is so much involved and in so many intricacies with real estate that people have no idea about. And just selling a few houses in a couple of years is not preparing you for a career in real estate. I can tell you that because there's going to be curveball after curveball after curveball that you have to figure out how to fix. I was thinking about you this past week over the past four or five days. Uh, I know realtors and there may be some people that like to get out every single day of the year, but I was hoping there was nobody that was wanting to see a house in minus degree temperatures, but are mm -hmm. there? And is that fine for somebody to want yeah. to go out and look at homes when it's minus one, minus five, minus 10? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times we, we slow down during that time frame because school is called off and that type mm -hmm. of stuff. And so people are, are ended up being held back with their kids. But every once in a while, we still have people that they are like, hey, I got a four-wheel drive. I'll meet you there. We're like, I don't. So, <laughs> you know, I do have a four-wheel drive. But let me tell you, my SUV is the worst car in the world in snow. So it literally spits and I will slide down my drive. I slid down Boone's Crossing mm. yesterday. It was quite scary. So Yeah, that was no joke. I won't be meeting you on those type of days, but uh, some other agents will that have the four-wheel drives. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. that When you figure that you have to go out and show a house and you can't even get out of your driveway. And there are some badasses that really have those big trucks that yeah. can go around. But yeah, I'm like that too. Yesterday, I was a big baby and had my husband take me here because I'm like, you're going to see me off in a ditch because my car is not good. Yes. Not good. <laughs> Did yes. you have any, I'm curious, Evan, the last week, I know that you'd had a couple new listings last week. Yeah. Are people still contacting you uh, as we get halfway through yeah, January? Yeah, actually I have three days in a row full listing appointments next week already um i just went on a couple this week and uh we've got a couple closings coming up so we're seeing business crank up we've got several buyers that are also getting ready to sell um so yeah we're seeing the business start to turn around i've seen some articles come out yesterday and today saying they think that the um the lock is starting to release so meaning the people that are staying in their houses because of the low interest rates they're starting, some of them are starting to go, well, I still want to move anyway, so I'm going to deal with it. And I've been hearing that personally, you know, myself. Now, I ran into some of the other days said their payment's like $600 a month and they're not moving. I was like, can't blame you. can't even get a car payment early for that anymore. But uh, most people are starting to come to terms with it. By the and, way, I'm glad you still have your Christmas tree up in the background. I was just thinking that her house it's, looks so all, beautiful. Yesterday, we've got to take no, that down. I, I still have mine up. And <laughs> we still have our Christmas lights up. But they haven't come to take them down yet. And they're on a timer, so they go on every night. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, that's all right. It's all right. We're still. It, it still feels like the time to me. I don't know. Maybe it's the cold it's weather. it's so cold. Yeah. Um, I think you have a have, pass. You can have, have our, now. our old dog starting to get into doggy dementia right now. So Aww. our world kind of turned upside down this week i was supposed to actually be flying out of town with steve today and we decided 
late last night for me to stay back, which is why he told me to just jump on the podcast so he can pack and do all the things that he needs to do to get there. But uh, yeah, she's she's going downhill pretty quick Aww. and she's getting confused and just walking around the house, not knowing where she is, going potty anywhere and everywhere. And we're afraid we have a dog door. We're afraid she goes outside and doesn't remember how to get back in. Oh my gosh, I'm so sad. I mean, I know we, with our children and our pets mm-hmm. are like yeah, children. It's absolutely. sad. Man, I Good for you. Christmas decorations have not had time to go. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. Hey, a couple questions from the audience. Yeah. Uh, one, did you close the big deal that you were going to last week or is it, it still is going on? the last day of this month. Congratulations. Yes, I'm going there today to meet them because they've got to um, bring some contractors in. So that was another thing. I was like, I needed to go to this appointment. So can you get into what constitutes a quote big deal? It's all relative, I would say, but um, this every closing is a big deal. This one's a five, over five million. Oh, oh, that's a big deal. That's a, yeah, that's a big deal. For St. Louis, <laughs> that's a big deal. Louis, a big deal. Now, for California, you know, it's average housing. <laughs> Yeah, isn't that crazy that that's average housing? I did see an article this last week that you had in the St. Louis area, Kathy. I don't know if you saw this article or not. That in the St. Louis area, the person, the average person, maybe it wasn't just St. Louis, the average person now has to make between $120,000 and $130,000 a year and have good credit to be able to afford a home. Yeah. What do you think about that? I would say there's probably some alternatives to be able to get people in that that come in, you know, a little underneath that. I've definitely seen some buyers that make less money than that that qualify for homes um, between gift money, down payment money, that type of thing. But yeah, it's definitely our price point has creeped up quite a bit. St. Louis had some of the most affordable housing for years, and on the scale, on the spectrum, we're still pretty affordable compared to others. But com- when we compare it ourselves, I had somebody that's an agent the other day even texted me like, I can't believe that this is how much this type of house is going for nowadays. It's like even us in the industry sometimes are like, wow, it's like crazy. But would that only go up when rates go down? Yes. Because prices are going to go back up, which is why. The only way it's ever going to change is if we become an oversupply of inventory again. Gotcha. Yeah. So if we lose a bunch of houses and foreclosures and short sales and we do kind of what we did in the 2008 where we, where we go the other way with inventory, that's what will slow or, or could potentially, you know, move the housing needle backwards. But that doesn't appear to be any time in the in the horizon that that's going to happen right now. That's good news. We got another question. Uh, Megan wants yeah. to know at this time of year, are people upgrading, downsizing, moving out of state? What do you typically see and what do you see right now? I'm seeing less moving out of state right now than we did during the pandemic because everybody wanted to go like live somewhere fun, right? So we have a bunch of people that exited the state at that point in time and the work from home um, phenomena was was taking place. Uh, But yeah, we see a a mixed bag in St. Louis. We have relocation, people in and out. Um, We definitely have more people upsizing, I would say, than downsizing at the moment just because it doesn't make sense for some people to downsize. But I still have people that are retiring and, you know, we have people that are going into, into um, assisted living homes or elder care homes that, that are selling. And uh, I did just have a cute little sweet couple in the city that did sell their house and they're going to go rent in Florida to go be near their son. So that's the best part of, of the real estate job is getting to, to hear people's stories 
and getting to know them for just just a minute and and get to be a part of what their next chapters are in their lives. And not all of it's happy, but most of it is. Yeah, that's a really good point. You get to get into people's lives and invest in them and find out what they're doing. Yeah, that would be a great part for sure. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite favorite transactions it, it, it was a sad one. They were they were a, a company, husband and wife that had their own company and their company fell on hard times and and they had to sit they sat at the table and had to tell me that they you know they were failing basically and they needed to sell their house and they didn't know what to do and they were crying like it was a super emotional and uh i was able to to help them and put more money in their pocket than they thought they were gonna get and uh we still stay in touch to this day it was such a moving appointment and i did what i could to to um you know not not charge them what they would normally pay and under those circumstances and it was an emotional and really bonding experience. So I always will tre- treasure those type of transactions over anything else. Well, it is awesome that you have people that will do that like yourself, which is why you should talk more. And I know you're vo- more pulled back, but you know, <laughs> life unrestricted. Your and your husband Steve's uh, mm-hmm. new media venture, which is you know gaining popularity as you guys put more out, gives you an opportunity to, to talk about some of those things in life because sometimes people only look at a boss and anything and decisions that are made, and they don't get a chance to know people and what they do and anybody that knows you throughout the St. Louis area knows how giving you and your husband are and how you try to help people in all kinds of situations. Um, But that at at the same point in time, that doesn't mean you guys are just pushovers because you have to be responsible about what you do with business, with life, with personal living. And we got to support the people that work for us too. I think people don't Mm -hmm. realize that about real estate agents because real estate agents back in the day, it was a solo sport. You hired that one person that pretty much did it all. But now it's it's a business, you know, and we have employees and I am responsible for, you know, 15, 18 other agents to feed their families by creating the business to come in. And people don't think about that. They don't think of us that way. Boy, that is interesting. Yeah, that, that is, is a great, 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 great point. Really for, uh, anything to add from a mortgage standpoint? Anything that come through this week? I know it seems like it's kind of a, a dead time with that as well. Because you give me a I'm sorry. There, there's I'm a cameo. Oh, cameo. Oh, yeah, he is. Hey. I like there that. There he is. I, of mortgage. I saw Steve's arms enter the picture first. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not, not much, Dad. Just uh, getting ready to go drop a little mortgage. Fun facts and news in Austin, Texas later on. Uh, actually, tomorrow. Yeah, so the <laughs> big event's tomorrow. There'll be about 350 agents there. And my guy who works in that office actually got sick. So I don't think he's going to make it. I'm going to be solo on the stage. Oh, th- oh, wow. You'll be able to do great at that. Is there room for two people on stage with you? <laughs> Better be a big stage. Absolutely not. I, no. how many, it's Kath. But I'm okay. You guys come on here real quick. I mean, because one thing I used to teach people public speaking, um, lawyers and doctors had continuing education money that they get. And most of the time, lawyers and doctors have to continue to they get education, they speak to people, um, but many of them I found had stage fright like you wouldn't believe because getting up in front of somebody, they have to present and that's how they would get their credits, their continuing education and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and it blew my mind because most of these people were super intelligent and accomplished a lot to get to where they were, but they were afraid of stages and they would have to get on stages. How are, how are you guys with that? <laughs> She's better than I am. Really? Sure. Not, not true. <laughs> he says that. But I've it is refreshing so people know. Him. 
it's not it easy for everybody. Him, but he's a natural talk, talker, you know, and that that's is my extroverted introvert. My normal me is is more keep to myself and not, you know, hey, hey, look at me. So I had to adapt in this business. And part of the adaption was forcing myself to do that because it is not comfortable for me to get up in front of everybody and speak. I can answer questions about real estate all day long, but to be on stage, I did, I had to keynote a woman's event last year and it was my first like real keynote. And I was like a nervous wreck to do it because it was carrying something and trying to bring something to memory. I finally was like, you know what? I'm not doing memory. I'm going to bring my notes up here because I want to make sure I want to hit on everything. And I'm going to make this more of a casual uh -huh. conversation with the audience versus me preaching to everybody. And then it worked out just fine. I had to, I had to give myself permission to not be like every other speaker. <laughs> By the way, for all of our viewers and listeners, it's all right to be nervous before you give a talk or a presentation oh, or whatever. Sure. Why, even if it's four or five people, that inner, or I, yeah. I call it that feeling you have in your stomach, that's energy. It is. Mm -hmm. It's and your adrenaline. You, it's good stuff. And once you start and break normally, it's good. Then you have that energy. That's a good feeling. I know people are like, oh my God. No, that's energy just mm -hmm. yeah. waiting to come out and speak about mortgages yeah. in Austin, Texas. <laughs> yes. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, real quick, before we let you go, we did have one more question. I wanted to sneak in. Uh, Donna says, uh, a friend had to refinance her home during a financial decrease. So the question is, normally would have already owned her home. Is there any way to relieve her situation and own her home as she should? Is that enough information and in how the question is worded to understand to answer that? Uh, not really. I'm I, glad that you picked that up because I'm not really understanding own her home. I think what you um, mean is... Yeah, I think what she means is off. that it was paid off. And then yeah. during a downturn in her economic life, she had yeah. to go take out a loan on her home. And I think what Donna's meaning is now how does she get it paid off again? Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, it's simple. You just have to make the payments. I mean, that's if she's got a lump sum to pay it off, then you can contact your servicer and pay that note off. Um, but other than that, I, I don't know of any other yeah. way to pay it off than making the payments. Do you? Yeah. If she refinanced, she probably did a cash out. Right. And, and, and then use that cash for whatever financial difficulty she was having. So then there still is a balance that has to be paid down. But she can pay to principal. And pay it down quicker. Yeah. I, if we get more information, we'll pass that along. Yeah. Um, once again, Kathy Helbig, Strict, Experience Realty Partners, 314-276-SOLD. You can also catch up with Steve. He's put his phone number out there for people who want to get in contact with him. That phone number, that cell phone mm -hmm. to meet Steve with New American Funding powered by Score Mortgage is 314 Three seven four zero seven seven zero. Next week, hopefully, we can talk more new age. And by the way, if you guys can find a day, whether it's a Tuesday or Thursday or whatever, so that we can do uh, a live hit from new yes. age, we would yes. absolutely yes. love to do that. So, um, we definitely want to. Um, we are great. I can't wait to go in. They tell me I can look like Steve. So, um, <laughs> yes, you can look like Steve in two months. Shots and you'll be just like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and by the way, all of our prayers for your dog, guys. Uh, it's not easy and all Sincere. of that. Um, but just know that as tough as things are for your dog, your dog's still doing better than Joe Biden. We will That's talk right. to you guys yeah. next week. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, have true. a great day. Bye, yeah. guys. See you Thanks, later. Guys. Kathy Take and care. Steve. Uh, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house as well. I love getting the information and honest talk about mm -hmm. people in the business. If you have anything going on with your home right now, if you have questions, seriously, give the team a call. 314 314- 
276 sold. They'll take your calls. Let them know you hear them on cancelthisshow.com because um, they do. They invest a lot of time and a lot of their money to be able to come onto this show and have for a long time on Wednesdays to keep people up to date with everything going on with real estate. Well, and I liked, I mean, I hate that what they're going through is with their dog. We started our show off, you know, on the show before the show talking about all of these dogs and our listeners got engaged right from the beginning in, in a town here in Missouri called Franklin County that there was tons and tons of dogs and our listeners went crazy on the chat line so also hearing her talk about how she stayed home from a trip because her dog isn't doing good yeah my whole point to that is that's how great kathy is i mean she just she's not gonna even go on a trip because her baby's sick yeah, it ha- it's it's terrible. We all know if you had to put down pets, that's it for is. Sure. It's awful. And pets of any kind, because yes. I, I one of my friends, his bird, his parrot was like his end all end all, and yeah, yeah, and that ended up going in a bad direction. Yeah, I understand all that. Uh, another big story that's in the news, somewhat, kind of, and I don't like how it's being presented. So keep. Your head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. Uh, disease X, I repeat, Disease X, Disease X is now going to be talked about at the World Health Organization. Disease X. If you don't think that these things have already been created, think again because I broke down uh, information that Megan gave to me at one point in time on how. COVID had been created in a lab decades before it all of a sudden, quote, leaked out into our world. Now, Disease X, allegedly, which is going to be a huge topic for them, we're being told could result in 20 times more fatalities than the coronavirus pandemic. Think about that, 20 times. And they're seeing what they could do, what kind of efforts, what kind of actions are needed to prepare healthcare systems for multiple challenges ahead. <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay. How does that make you feel? Well, like Donna's saying on the chat line, go figure. Here we are again in election season. It, this shouldn't shock any of us. It, it shouldn't. And we start to wonder, mm-hmm. here we are in June, or here we are in January. Mm-hmm. What is it going to look by June? Mm-hmm. What is it going to look by October what is this stuff happening? Is it just something to get people talking? Or are we being told this for a reason? Because I told you I never trust when we're being told certain things. Oh, well, you know, you start to ease things in. Mm-hmm. You start to ease things in. Correct. You know, when people want to say no, they'll be, they'll, or they want you to know about something, mm-hmm. they'll be like, yeah. But what we'll see, or they kind of ease you into something and well, you know, probably it's not going to happen. So you start to wonder like, yeah, maybe this isn't going to happen. Same kind of thing here. They start Mm -hmm. to ease in this information. Well, they did tell us this was going to be coming. And then your mind isn't thinking, what what the hell are you talking about? How Mm -hmm. could this happen? How could a disease X happen? Where did it come from? Where was it, quote, manufactured or what is it coming from? Uh, hypothetical virus dubbed by the World Health Organization as Disease X. Not yet been formed, but scientists and attendees at the global organization say they will be chatting about the potential pathogen so that they can prepare should it ever strike. Okay, I'm telling you, something's already been made. Mm -hmm. Something is already ready to go. Yep. And they're like, well, if this were to happen, this is what we would do. And then they send that down to each country. Mm -hmm. And then each country gives it to their health leaders. 
And then as we saw during COVID, well, nobody wants to make a decision and well, this is what they tell us to do. So we're not going to question it. We're just going to do what we're told. And everybody put that diaper on their face and everybody mm -hmm. stays six feet away, even though now we were told just this last week that there was no science for you know mask helping. There was no science for standing six feet away. I hated seeing this come out because it gets me thinking about, oh no, here we go again. Yeah. Well, and Kathy's saying the disease already exists. It affects the brain and has been injected into mice and every mouse that was tested basically out of China died. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy, Happy New, New, Year. New Year, friends. Happy New Year. Uh, and if you don't think, this is the biggest thing, is people still think that China is not our enemy. They absolutely are. I, I was there several times adopting to our girls. They literally, I mean, just think this, guys. They literally took their girls and dumped them on the streets because they were overpopulated. And then the reason why COVID even started to begin with was because they wanted to kill off their old population and, and their people with comorbidities because they don't like anybody with comorbidities. So they've had this disease X for a long time. It's now our government and the whole World Health you know, organization working together to, to get Americans. I mean, that's it, it's so obvious. Now, that being said, don't also then buy into their crap and go get another vaccine for this thing. Aha, uh -huh, a universal vaccine. Uh-huh, that's what they're going to I agree try. with Mary, a universal vaccine, yep. I'm sure. Yep. Uh, Jill says, Charles Hackman just gave you guys a shout out on Friend Show. Or, or, okay, uh, Charles, you just... Charles Hackman is a guy. The thank reason you. why that well, was I'll say brought thank up, you. Yeah, Charles Hackman, uh, and and reason why that is, he is one of the gentlemen that helped rescue all those dogs. Oh, and, fantastic! And so, and and I follow him, and it's great. So, oh, he just nice. put a shout out on on his platform about us. Uh, we're being told the sound all of a sudden went choppy and started to break up again. I, I imagine that. Imagine that when we were talking about China. Could it be China? Uh, uh, Susan says, and what? <laughs> what intelligence this is so what shot do we need to stay away from this time mm -hmm. susan thank you for saying it before somebody else did of course all of them <laughs> megan says you guys are now starting to cut out all of a sudden uh -huh, uh -huh. um renee says the world health organization wants to take over the whole world's pandemic response with a treaty they want everyone to sign on to that's been going on for some time if people didn't know or remember us talking about that yeah all of a sudden now a world organization a global organization is now going to be in charge of your health uh thank you uh i'll talk to you later i'm gonna go take care of this myself we're not gonna do that anymore Lori says the second you mentioned quote x mm -hmm. audio got all scrambled thank you for letting us know that because yeah, we try to follow you. that and we find ways around what we possibly can yes uh yeah the who wants that it's all about jabs it's all about cupcakes um we're gonna have it, to call that disease x now something like uh, I don't know. What do we want to call it? I don't know. The hamburger? New flu. Why? New flu. New flu. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh. Yeah. yeah. Almost everybody on the chat line said when we were talking about it, our sound was cutting out. And you know, that sounds so conspiracy stuff. We've seen it happen here true. over and over again. And over and over and over. Especially, and I'm trying to come up with another word when it comes to fado uh, shand. Yeah, Fat Ocean. Because we can't say the word. You'll look at our overall numbers when we get them, and they're they're great. And then we're like, well, wait a second. On daily stuff, we'll have this, and then you don't see as many because we're being 
Fado Band, but our big picture shows at all. And we're uh-huh. like, hmm, well, we know we're doing something right. We just have to find a way around it. There's Correct. too many coincidences. Yeah. Correct. I mean, it, and it's when we talk about certain things. Mm-hmm. I like Kevin's The Who Flew. The Who Flew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we call it Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who, who flew. flew. I like The Who Flew. I do too. Um, it is interesting. Jay says it could just be a glitz. Whatever. We'll see. And it could be just a glitch, but you know, we've had a lot of glitches. How about this too? Um, Robert brings up an interesting point. You notice how many things seem to be called X now? Elon, uh-huh. SpaceX, Disi- yeah. or N- Who What's Flew. What's up with that? <laughs> Gen Who X. Flew, that letter... That's at uh-huh. the end of the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> that That's gotta, very good. That we have to very be careful about what we say right now. Uh-huh. Um, those, things are, th- those things are happening. Yeah. They're happening. They sure are. And if they're talking about it and if they're telling us about it, it's enough to... <laughs> did something else come on? I think Joe and I are both last at the Hong Kong fluey. Is that what you're... <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to call it, the Hong Kong fluey. Fluex, X-rated... Uh, Kathy says, people, wake up. The new sea is on its way. Oh. Read the study coming out of China about yep. the mice, which we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, and, and we feel, because obviously Donald Trump won the election. Of and course. everybody was like, yes. holy crap, we got to figure, we got to stop this. We got to stop that. The economy's dude. going well. We mm-hmm. got to do what we can. All of a sudden, here comes covid yep here and then we again. had to do with all that stuff now is it interesting you have a man who is dominating and to the point where you i mean you now have latinos and african-americans publicly campaigning for donald trump mm-hmm. i mean and i know a lot of the african community is turning their back on charlemagne the god super popular radio host podcast show even he's ripping ripping liberals ripping jill biden saying mm-hmm. oh joe biden's got a lot of energy for a second run he's he's got a new ice cream that's making him feel really good and he's campaigning for freaking donald trump now they're worried and then they of course worried. people who were born in other countries by the way uh in the 2016 election voted over 70 percent for democrat people born in america i think it was like voted overwhelmingly for donald trump Mm -hmm. in 2016 so when you talk about the whole illegal aliens coming in of course that backs up people who say well that's why the democrats where are all the democrats screaming out loud about the border Mm -hmm. they'll talk about it private but they won't say it public because it doesn't match their marching orders correct which is why unfortunately you can't trust the democratic side when they won't talk about doing anything serious about the border um it's all happening. Uh, a lot of energy for a second run, maybe to the bathroom for Mary Tainter. Um, but he doesn't go, he doesn't do anything fast. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do anything with energy. So come on, come on. Uh, Robert says, by the way, and this is interesting. If Trump is a good guy, does that mean the bad guys, the cabal, can't get to him? Come on, man. Well, isn't Robert, and and correct me if I'm wrong, Robert, I think Robert doesn't think Trump's a good guy. He thinks he's part of the deep state. Well, he has brought that up in the past. I mean, Robert is a guy that wants to think and continue to think. Yeah, he he says a lot of good things. Um, We'll see where it goes. For sure. Donna says, by the way, Trump's had 100 endorsements since Iowa. Yeah. Uh, oh, a hundred? A hundred. That's beautiful. Allegedly. I That's can't prove beautiful. that. That's what she says. I yeah. did see that uh, 
you know, Ted Cruz, it's interesting because he and Ted Cruz hated each other at one point in time. Ted Cruz out there endorsing them. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Huge. I, the endorsements. I think they stopped fighting almost right after the initial 2016 election. They were fighting tooth and nail during that period of time. But then Cruz jumped on almost immediately and backed him almost this entire time. So I was glad to see he came out and did it again. You know, there is something that, that keeps haunting in the back of my mind uh, that Klaus Schwab said um, that, that kind of aligns. They're going to take away marijuana? No, that, that, kind, <laughs> that kind of aligns with um, uh, Trump being a part of the deep state. He said that, you know, everybody's going to think that America's going to go back to the way it was, and that's just not going to happen. He said that, you know, that they're going to, that things are going to happen where people think that, you know, everything's going to be okay. And really, it, it, everything is in motion. There's nothing anybody can do to change it. I've heard him say that too. And I don't know if that had to do with Donald Trump, but I don't disagree with that statement. I hate every word of that statement, but they've done so much damage to our young people and allowing people to come through the border. No matter who gets elected, whether it's Donald Trump or someone else, we're not going to get America all the way back in four years the way that we want it because there's too much stuff already set in motion. That is true. But the only hope we have is Donald Trump. And I'm not saying because he's God or he's the Messiah. There's no one else that can do it. We've already seen he did it for four years. He did so much more than any other president in four years. And he came after the whole Obama debacle. And now we've got Obama and uh, Joe Biden debacle that he's going to have to fix. And it, it gets back into a lot of that polling um, when it comes to, you know, who's going to be the, the leader of this country. A new poll was just released this morning. Uh, this one, I'm trying to find out where it, who did it. Um, let me tell you the polling. Uh, where is it? This one is a poll that was done in New Hampshire. I'm sorry. Anyway, it just came down. I saw it. Okay. Right now, for those people who plan and are likely to vote next Tuesday's New Hampshire GOP presidential primary, this, oh, by Suffolk University, uh, the Boston Globe, and NBC 10 in Boston, that, that's very left. I'm just going to, it's very left. That's a very, I was, look at the polling people. That is a predominantly left leaning, those three together. It shows Donald Trump with 50% support 50% in New Hampshire where Democrats can also vote 50% Nikki Haley coming in second at 34% and for whatever reason she's supposed to do better in New Hampshire than she is in her own home state of South Carolina I heard that which blew yeah, my I've mind heard that too well but you know New Hampshire's very liberal so that's why Nikki's gonna do DeSantis well at just five Mm -hmm. Oh man! Yeah, I mean, she's five percent said well they were undecided. Three percent backing another candidate, and this poll was conducted uh, Monday and Tuesday night during and after Trump's massive caucus win, historic caucus win. Regardless mm -hmm. of what mainstream media will say to try to turn it down as if it's nothing, and that white people voting is a, a bad thing, and it shouldn't be. Uh, important because white people were voting. Literally, that's mm -hmm. what MSNBC and CNN they were sure saying. Did. Saying that, well, you can't trust it because white people, and more specifically, white Christians were primarily voting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> white Christians. White so evangelicals. It's like they, they now use So Trump the word. is going to, he's going to dominate New Hampshire. Yeah. Again. 
and Nikki Haley, of course, coming in second, and then poor Ron uh, in third place. Poor Ron. So we talked about that a lot during the first hour of what's going to happen. Um, well, Mary's saying that is such a disgusting racist comment, and it is racist. And it's also, if you listen to them, which I know most of you probably don't, but if you turn on mainstream media like MSNBC, they'll even just say the white people, they'll be like evangelicals. They like like evil, like spits out their nose when they say the word evangelical. Hey, Joe, I was told I was getting scrambled and stuff again. We're getting scrambled only on Facebook. I, I and think, that's why I people... I think when I, when, I, when I mentioned the name Schwab, that's Don't when say it that. I you know. shouldn't say that. I don't know. say that again. But we, I think that's We met why. for investments. Charles Schwab Investments. Yes. There you go. There you go. Did you so, just hit a button? No. I didn't touch anything, and all of a sudden, Lizzie's camera went out. And really? now Oh, now Ham's in. That's Okay. Weird. Okay. That's probably why. Oh, that's well, good. Go. Yeah, that's, that's not that. I mean, it's all positive. Very, very glitchy going on today. We'll, we'll get him all in. And you and you didn't smoke any weed yet today. You didn't smoke any Route no, 66? No, not since last night. <laughs> Can you, how, is it still in your system from it last night? It might be. It's good <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hopefully, since we're bringing him in, it was Route 66 stuff once we get him. Oh, absolutely. Out. Of course it was. Um, ladies and gentlemen, since he's on the screen, there's our friend, the man, the owner of Route 66 Cannabis and other organizations, Ham Humra. Ham, uh, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Now, we told people you were in St. Bart's. You told us last week you were headed there to do a lot of deep thinking, put things in order, and we were thinking we might get a really nice shot of sunshine, water, sand. Um, you want to see sunshine? Give us a walking tour, Ham. We would love it. All right. All right. I'll give you some sunshine. By the Hold way, on, good morning. Second. Oh, you look good great. Good morning. Hopefully things are going Thanks. well in St. Bart's. Uh, I'll give you a little background view here. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is nice. This is what we're talking about. Uh, all right. There's, uh, there's the world. Okay. That is nice. Oh, that is gorgeous. Love it. Love it. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so far, how's the, uh, yeah, Jeannie saying, stop! Yeah, of course, <laughs> we need to see that. Boy, you've got a great place there, my friend. That's beautiful. It's fantastic. I'm on the hillside. Uh, I'm learning the French culture, uh, which is interesting um, in a good way. Man, they're just such amazing people. The food is incredible. Uh, everything is clean out here. It's, it's just so pure. Is okay. It, this may sound it, like a stupid. It's just a question. different world. <laughs> is mar is marijuana legal there? It is not. Now it's funny you say that. So let's just just jump right into it. So uh, there's two local grocery stores. So I rented a Mini Cooper because everything here is tiny as far as the roads. Right, you're just there's only a ten square mile island, and so I find my way into an island or a, a grocery store, and I'm checking out. And there's literally bags of wheat behind the guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? Like, this is going to be a good trip. And uh, I said, uh, and it said like Purple Kush and like Ghost Rider. Like it has all the names. And I said, uh, <laughs> what's the THC in that? And, and he's like, uh, you know, they, they don't really speak English. So he says, no, monsieur, that's uh, CBD. I'm like, oh, CBD. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, it's Delta 8. I'm like, man, that's some fancy packaging for some CBD. So then he goes, I wish weed was legal here. Everyone loves weed. I'm like, hmm, I like where this is going. Exactly. What are they? I'm surprised that it's not in St. Bart's. I mean, they have alcohol. I mean, they've got, 
they, they have plenty of places to grow it here in the mountain hills well i boy uh, yeah i can only i know you're a you're a smart entrepreneur you have given a lot of advice i can only imagine once your daughters get older if i, I could see you moving to st bart's I don't know, man. It's you need a lot of money to like live here permanently. <laughs> I was looking at some real estate and a two bedroom, two bath, decent size, maybe fifteen, sixteen hundred square foot place with the views that I have. It's somewhere between six to eight million dollars. Oh wow! Whoa! Oh. Yeah. Wow! That is really yeah. expensive. Well, that's definitely about location and scenery. That's for sure. Yeah, but it's because all these uh, from what I'm learning and I've been here what four days Apparently, this is where like all the celebrities and executives come because the paparazzi just can't get to them mm -hmm. That's it, great. I had to take three planes to get here So I went from st. Louis to Miami Miami to San Juan and then I took like a uh, a small plane that I chartered and when you land like you're you're flying over these super yachts. I mean, it's a whole different world out here. I've never seen like I've never seen anything like this, and I've never traveled by myself out of the country first time. And then out of nowhere, there's like this tiny little airport, this little strip, and it's like he kills the plane, like so you're gliding like you're a paper <laughs> airplane. That's it. That's it. And of course, wow. right before we take off, he tells me. He's like, uh, Monsieur, I just want to let you know, because uh, I asked about safety. He goes, my safety record is 100%. I'm like, I don't want to hear 100%. <laughs> hey, you know what that reminds me of? <laughs> it reminds me of back in the day when I would bet like a six-pack with my friends on Monday Night Football. And, uh, you know, uh, who was it? Uh, one of the commentators, I forgot the guy, Frank Gifford. Remember him? Yeah. Yes. Before he passed away, he'd be like, uh, Jenna Kosky about to attempt a 40-yard field goal. He has never missed. Yeah. <laughs> Ham, I've never then, missed my landing. And then, and then he shanks it. And then they're like, oh, it's a first. I'm like, this is not the kind of jinx I want to hear on a plane. I'm like, listen, I appreciate your record. Just say real safe. That's all I got to say. Dang, that's what's the uh, what's the culture like there? Because obviously, when we have you come on, we talk about Route sixty six and how wonderful the five stores at the St. Louis metropolitan area are doing, and how people can go and get all their products. And of course, the Ostar brand line, which is super popular, people can get in all the uh, uh, many stores around the state of Missouri. I was just curious. Obviously, you said marijuana is not legal there right now. What is the rest of the uh, St. Bart's area like? It's a very small island. Everyone's very friendly, mostly French. Uh, what I have learned is uh, here's the difference between St. Bart's and the United States. Smoking cigarettes is cool out here, right? Everybody's got a cigarette on their lip, like the locals. At the restaurants, uh, at the bars, like smoking is – and I don't smoke, but I found out yesterday I was sitting next to some guys from Pittsburgh, and we were just shooting the shit. And they said a pack of cigarettes in the United States is somewhere between seventeen and eighteen dollars. I didn't know that because I don't Holy smoke. Wow, I don't know that. Cigarette either. smokers, that's wow, true. that's expensive. A carton of cigarettes in St. Bart's is fourteen dollars. Oh. <laughs> wow. So my entrepreneur light bulb went up. Don't I'm like, get caught. We don't need you in a in a St. Bart's prison. Yeah. No, I started thinking. I was like, you know, I, I remember this episode of The Sopranos where Tony was upset because they, they <laughs> the tax on the cigarettes were taken off, and that's how those guys could get busted. I'm thinking, if I bought ten thousand dollars worth of cigarettes and I had it shipped back to the United States, I can eight times my money because that's what it is. You would eight times your money. Mm -mm -mm. Think about that. Holy 
your ten thousand be worth eighty thousand dollars flipping cigarettes. Now that's the that's how I used to think on like buying and selling anything, right? Like I always said, how do I make a quick dollar when Would I was growing be, up? That'd be a black market sale in the United States, though, wouldn't it? Well, I don't think you could do that, but I'm, yeah. in, in I'm my really fantasy to world, see how we could do this, right? I was no, like, you can't just my, go sell well, it at Route sixty six. No, 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 no. I, first of all, I wouldn't do this anyway. But in my fantasy world, I was like, how are people? First of all, how are people paying fourteen dollars to smoke Man. a pack of cigarettes? That's insane. Well, well here's yeah, the. Th but wow. ham the same. Like how, that's expensive. But you know what though? People love your products too, and they come in and they spend because when you have a product like Joe loves, Joe loves his Route sixty six cannabis. I totally get it. When my but you could get an eighth of marijuana at our stores for under thirty dollars. Yeah, that makes. Think I, about I that. totally get it. Yeah. So why are cigarettes that expensive? I, like, there's like I feel like there's a conspiracy happening here. Can people? Oh, you know it, it. Well. The nicotine. I mean, my dad told me he was trying to quit smoking that he'd rather give his left hand than quit smoking because it was so damn tough. I know that. And I have family members that have uh, smoked and they, they, they mm -hmm. quit. Th that I get. Like, I respect. Everyone has their own decisions. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I just can't believe inflation on cigarettes in our country. No, it is. Right? It's amazing. Like, how, how could the price be that much different? Like, that's insane. Right? Uh, Robert says it's all about taxes everywhere. You know that. Taxes, 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 taxes everywhere. I, I agree with Robert. There's no taxes here, by the way. Uh, all the nice stores, there's no tax on anything. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't want to upset people, but guys, they're not paying taxes out here. Hey, you know what? When, when we talk a lot about, of course, with Route 66 Cannabis, check it out, Route66Cannabis.com, Route66Cannabis.com. Um, so many products, you guys, your bud tenders teaching people, you guys are having success because people are going into the store seeing how they can utilize the products that they have. You started to talk about how the gummy was good for you, the nighttime gummy, the sleep time gummy. Were you allowed to take those with you? Could you take gummies? Could you take marijuana products to St. Bart's if it's not legal there? Uh, well, or is that a question I shouldn't be asking? No, so it's a good question. And we get this question asked every time someone comes in our store that's traveling. So here's the answer. If you buy anything with marijuana related, in it you are not allowed to travel with it you cannot cross state lines it doesn't matter if you're going from a rec state to a rec state you're not allowed to travel with it with that said are people doing it all day long they're traveling with gummies and vapes flour is going to be harder for people to travel with because you can smell it right but i i personally wouldn't recommend it because i mean it only takes one time to get yourself caught up in something and then, you know, explain it. Gummies, I don't know how you could get busted for it. I think it's tough, but you're not supposed to. That's that. So that's the correct answer, right? And um, I have a, uh, you know, the cream I was telling you about, my left arm has been hurting so much and I really live off this cream until I can get the inflammation down. This is just from working out. So I was like, I can't live without my pain medicine, right? So I, I took the label off. Now, you can't get high off of the, uh, the cream, and it's, I don't think you could get busted if you got caught with it, because it's not an edible. You, I mean, it would make you sick, and you don't get high, but it's definitely my daily ointment on my left arm until I feel better. Yeah, no, I get it. Hey, Hammond, But I don't get high off of it. There's no, yeah. Uh, we had a question. Somebody wants to know, um, they are, and they've become, 
a customer from seeing you and hearing you on her show. Uh, she says, hey, is there any way that the St. Peter's location, and you may know the answer to this, you may not, is there any way that you may carry maybe a few more flower strains outside? Uh, she says the location only carries a few. Stavia, Stavia, Sativa. Or the Sativa. Sativa. Yeah. She spelled it wrong. And Sorry. that was at the St. Peter's That's location. Okay. She's like, um, is there any way that there's going to be more? Yeah, that's a great question. So we are actually transitioning through some inventory because we got up to like 630 products, which is a lot, but we want to have variety. So the Ostara Cubana line that's harvesting in February, we're going to have that exclusive at our stores first. That's our big new flower that we've grown. And I have been in talks with our president, Joe uh, Dalia, with a couple other companies that carry some really nice flower. So we will be stocking up in the next few days. Um, our own product won't be in until February because we're just about to harvest. Okay. That's good stuff. Yeah, but, people don't know about yeah. that. When yeah. So flour is still in high demand. Believe it or not, flour is still the number one seller in the state of Missouri because more people would rather either put it in a bowl, put it in a bong, put it in a chillum, uh, roll it themselves, put it in cones. Like They still like the art of the smoke. And I know why. Because you get your natural high and it can end after an hour, right? Unless you smoke a whole blunt by yourself and you might be high for three hours. With an edible, depending on your dosage and how much you take, I mean, you could be on a wild ride for eight hours. Not everybody wants to be on a wild ride for eight hours. Wow. Yeah, no, I know. Joe's rides are about 12 hours. Joe, do you take gummies at the I same do time gummies. as you do flour? No, I don't. Uh, I don't do anything other than concentrate. So you don't want to be on a wild ride for eight hours? No, no. Concentrate, you know, lasts maybe about an hour. But you do get uh, uh, like the next day when I wake up, I I do feel my my body. I have, I have what I call a body buzz. It's not psychotropic, yeah. and there's nothing going on in my mind, but my body feels really good. Hmm. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people, like I've got my dosages down, so I take a half of a gummy, like the rice. That's more than enough for me to just feel a little chill and buzz, but not to the point where I'm like blitzed. Mm -hmm. But a, a good friend of mine um, had told me uh, a while back about, like he had a bad experience with a gummy, right? And uh, he was like, never again. So I gave him a half recently. Like we were at a, I think we we're watching the Mizzou football game. I gave him a half. He goes, I took a full gummy. It was a bad experience. I gave him a half. It's still like he was high for nine hours and he was texting me. He's like, dude, I have literally ordered more food than I can ever imagine. <laughs> and he said, cause it was late. He went out afterwards. I did not go out with him, but he said when he woke up in the morning, you know, like for those uh, younger people that are listening, uh, I think there's a term called booty call back in the day where you, you, you've been out drinking and then you call everybody you're trying to get up, you know, the hookup, whatever that the college mm -hmm. kids do. Mm -hmm. Well, Drunk well, down. he said he went through his phone and, and he had all these places he called and he was embarrassed because he, he didn't, he thought he had called all these girls that he had met. Oh no. Well, <laughs> well so he did a reverse search and it was Pizza Hut, Domino's, uh, <laughs> like Fazoli's. It was all food places. It was all food places. There was zero females that he called. That's funny. Did and then all that food show up at his house? No, because all these places were closed. So like mm. he was like he was on Uber Eats. I mean, he literally said his his dial on his phone. He goes, "I've never been so embarrassed." He goes, 
thank God it was food places I was calling and not humans, right? I yeah, go, well, really? That's not the that's not the effect of weed. Alcohol and weed. Alcohol will make you get courageous and call like that one person you've been wanting to talk to for a long time or finally like return a call. <laughs> marijuana doesn't do that. Marijuana just like if you take the depends on what you take, you're just gonna get hungry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jill, by the way, says she has some of the cream that you were talking about. That's a positive thing. Jeannie says, yep, thanks for the explanation. That's why I need uh, sativa because her body just feels a little bit lethargic. Uh, Donna says taking the gummies for relaxing and sleeping. So um, that's all good. So stuff I love there. I love the feedback. What I'm learning recently just because I mean, just hearing it. So the our balance, which is that's the name of it. It's a green packet by Ostara. A lot of people have said that's actually helped them focus throughout the day. It's 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 an even chill, so mm -hmm. you're not blitzed and you're not like, you don't have anxiety. But they're taking it on a daily, either uh, a half a gummy or full, and they fully function off of it. But it's better than all these other drugs that you know big pharma tries to pump down your throat. And uh, we did have, and I do know this too, Donna. If you didn't know, people do use cannabis for an appetite. It, so because she's like, ah, I don't really have an appetite. Try it. You, you may like it. It's especially I, effective for cancer patients who have no appetite. Oh, yeah. That would make total sense from that standpoint. We totally get it. Hey, hey And that's the, that's the thing we're doing. And I think I talked about it on the last show. So, like, for people that are true patients, have a medical card still, uh, we give them an additional discount um, if they come in and they show that card. And then uh, we, we're doing the early bird special. So, if you shop before 10 a.m., um, that's, our, that's our thing. We give you 10% off. Right, and if you have a medical card and you shop, I think it's uh, Sunday through Tuesday, you get ten percent off. And if you combine them, we actually do fifteen. We don't do twenty because it's, we don't really like to combine. And the other news I was going to tell you guys is our Winsfull store. We just got it approved, uh, so we're now op we got an additional three hours. So we're open from eight a.m. till ten p.m. Oh wow! And so congratulations. Who did, who did you get the approval from? Who did you have to go through to get that done? You go through or? city council. Yeah, you go through city council. There's a process. It's it's not always easy. Um, I will tell you, I was a little dis. We had two things on the ballot. One was for the extended hours. One was to put up a sign that said Route 66 dispensary that lit up. Mm -hmm. And uh, they shot that down and said that uh, there's a school bus that drives by, you know, or kids, and they don't want the word dispensary or anything lighting up at night. Um. I see so Bud Light. Okay. I see Bud Light and Budweiser signs all through that area at gas stations and restaurants and billboards. At it's, the end of the day, we're more strict than any restaurant or bar because we run your ID like through a system. Like you can't just. This isn't like uh, where your kids are. Like uh, we all, you know, for those that have teenagers, you know, listening. Uh, they, these, especially the women, they, they, you know, they fix their hair up, a little makeup, and you can't tell if they're nineteen or twenty-two, right, guys? We. Yeah. We have baby faces at that age still, right? So it's a little hard to fake it. But in a cannabis dispensary, you can't fake your way in. You just can't. Yeah. Great point, buddy. It's one of those things. They, they have ID scanners. It, it's not just somebody judging your, your photo ID. Correct. It's literally put into a system and scanned like by, you know, so the computer, unless you can fool the computer, Correct. then you, you can. Know. Ham, and by the way, if you're 18... And you, you could get a medical card, and you can legally buy at 18 in cannabis. If you don't have a medical card, you have to be 21. Now, that's kind of crazy. 
No, that is. Yeah, that is. It, it's not right. There's so many of those idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. in life that don't make sense. One other thing, Han, before you get out today that didn't make sense to me, and if you can remind people, if they know people who are using... Um, I spoke to somebody recently, and I'm like, hey, did you check out Route 66? And he's like, well, yeah, I'd like to go back there. He's like, you know, I'm a college student, and, you know, I... You know, I got this guy that gives me a cheaper price. And I'm like, do you know where it's coming from? And he's like, well, no, but I just, you know, I've had him for a while. You know, I've had him for a year, two years. So I trust him. I was like, do you know where they're getting that stuff? I said, I know I've, I've got no business telling you what to do or what not to do. I'm friends with your parents. But in this day and age, with all the stuff that's out there, mm-hmm. with things being laced with methamphetamines, with fentanyl, you have to be careful. Can you please speak to that effect in regards to people thinking that, eh, it's still safe to get stuff on the street? You know, I, I understand why people were buying marijuana when it wasn't legal because you just couldn't find it, right? Mm-hmm. So most people were growing it in their homes. If you're in a state that m- marijuana is legal, you should buy it from them because it's all being medically tested through a lab so everything that we put out it has to be tested approved before we put it out on the shelves right so for that sense of security you can buy an eighth under thirty dollars these days right and i understand the college student thing well go there early right get your extra ten percent off but wouldn't you rather know one hundred percent that it's not laced mm-hmm. right like that's how i would look at it right and so like i have you know a daughter that's 19 and she's got friends and they go to my store, right? They have medical cards, they're 19 and 20, um, and they don't drink and they just prefer to um, smoke, um, you know? And their parents are fine with it. And a lot of parents these days, rather the kids like be chill than to, you know, be annihilated and get behind the wheel. Yeah, no, it's a great point. It really is. Um, I mean, if you think about it, how many people do you know that have that been in a fight when they're high? Like, do you ever hear about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a really good point. Really Unless good they're point. fighting over the last piece of pizza. I mean, I don't know what they're fighting over. <laughs> Joe, yeah. Joe. <laughs> That's a great point. I've uh, been talking with Ham Emra. We love him. The owner of Route 66 Cannabis. Five locations throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. Route66cannabis.com. Route66cannabis.com. Check out the Instagram site as well. Follow them. They've had to start that over a couple different times. Uh, That is the Ostara Cannabis on IG, uh, Route 66 Canna as well on Instagram. And Ham, before you get out of here today, can you show us outside again? Is that a problem for you to take your laptop again outside? Uh, no, I got I got my phone. You wanna you wanna go your back phone? Out? Please, can we just? I just wanted. I to, just want to see it. People we, love seeing the pool. I love the house that you're in. Oh, it's so pretty. Um, we're I, living vicariously uh, through you. Yeah, I. It just. You ready? Yeah, we're getting a look at St. Bart's. Oh, look again. at that pool. I mean, what a great shot. That is just gorgeous. And what is the weather? What's the temperature? Uh, you know, it's only uh, it's only eighty three. Oh, only eighty three. <laughs> only eighty three. Which would feel like a hundred and three yes. here today, or oh, hundred and thirteen, considering what we have. And now, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you guys something funny because out here, uh, you know, it's just a different living, right? Um, Beach so the time. laundry, yeah. So the laundry to this condo, and it's a, like think about it, like this place. I don't know what this guy paid for, but I <clears throat> assure you, it's not it's expensive. The laundry system's outside in the shed. Whoa. To pay six so, million dollars, like you were saying earlier, and your laundry is in a shed. Like the old like washboard. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like you open the shed. Uh, you don't know what kind of I mean, because I mean there's all sorts of things out here. 
Um, so I went driving through the hillside yesterday and there was like, did you guys know, like, I don't know, like, I, I've never been around goats, right? But uh, these are domesticated goats. Like, they see cars coming and they actually wait to cross traffic. They're not like, uh, you know, back in <laughs> the States where the deer just run out in front of you. So, like, I slowed down and then they cross and one of them gave me like a dirty look, like a mean grill look. Like That's funny. Like, <laughs> move on. And the chicken are beautiful out here. Like, the way they look, I'm like... Like what's happening out here? That's right? cold. That's beach living, baby. That that's is awesome. That's sun, the goat. That is sunshine. Uh huh. Uh, Ham, great to catch up with you, my friend. Um, have a good trip back when you do. Enjoy the rest of your time, and uh, thanks for the education as always about Route sixty six. Anytime, guys. Looking forward to the next one. You got it. Our have friend fun. Ham. Thank you again. Enjoy the trip. It's always good when you get a chance to go out and reflect. And he's an entrepreneur. He's a thinker. He's writing things down. He went out to do a trip checking out St. Bart's. I've never been there, but uh, yeah, from that side, I would love to check it out and check out domesticated goats and beautiful chickens. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. All the little <laughs> chickens and the goats or whatever. Eric would like to I was there. in Jamaica and there were goats in yards, Gary. Uh -huh. I did see that. I was in Jamaica and I saw that that scene as well. Yes. Which is very interesting. And the sun's different in the crew. It's just. It is. It's, it is. It's it hits different, no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. um, we appreciate everybody jumping in today. I think we did we hit everything that I sent you, Joe. I can't remember. No, there's still what uh, did what did I send you? So we still have a uh, a couple of Trump uh, the Trump and Vivek. Uh, yeah, I was going to get speech the Trump. Then, I was going to give the Trump speech uh, earlier. We were yeah, that the, the talk was so good with everybody. Had what else do we have? Um, then there was uh, 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 the Breakfast Club. Uh, who's that? Uh, uh, Charlemagne. Yeah, we got that's all right. We covered got to that. that. I think okay. we really covered almost everything. And, uh, Greg sent us a couple of videos. Did he? Okay, let's yeah. check out. Did you proof this yet? I have not watched them, but one of them looks pretty promising. We love Greg, but Greg has a, a an has a funny sense of humor, sense and it humor. might not be appropriate. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if this is appropriate or not, but it is a liberal Lizzie. All it's right, one of those okay. face swap things. All right, All right, let's check out liberal Lizzie. This is a uh, liberal Lizzie. Drink some fucking wine. Oh, but ravioli. I have work tomorrow. <laughs> Drink some fucking wine. <laughs> oh, my God, I don't want to embarrass myself. This is good. You're embarrassing already. Drink some fucking wine. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That Greg, was really I like good. It. That is really good I stuff. I love it. No doubt about it. That's uh, right. There's I don't liberalism. Know what the second one is. Oh, we'll, that's we'll, we'll check out the. Did, did he send you a second one? There is a second one, and it's not a face swap. I don't know what this is. All right, okay, let's, let's check watch it, out. it. Lego has partnered up with the Illuminati to give us their biggest set yet Epstein's Island. Oh, my Recommended God. for 18 plus. Ironically, you get to cover up <laughs> every inch of where it all went down with the people who call this place. Paradise. Coming in at over 20,000 pieces. You get the entire mansion with three party scenes. You get Ghislaine and Epstein at a disco, Trump and Clinton hitting a Hillary pinata, and last but not least, uh, this is great. you have Gates pissing in the sink. I don't really want to build that, but I guess he would be that guy at the party, so kudos to them for nailing down his dislikability. So, so yeah, uh, Lego Epstein's Island. I don't know where they're going to put this in source. Yeah, all right. Lego. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. Lego, my ego. Mm -hmm. There you go. Thank you, my friends. <laughs> There's an interesting way to end the show for today. Um, thanks again for making Cancel This what it is. We appreciate it. Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and all the time on our website, cancelthisshow.com. 
That does it, doesn't it? That does it. For that. All right. It was a great uh, hump day. Happy Wednesday, January 17th. Uh, Tomorrow, um, we've got, do we still have your nephew on for tomorrow? We don't have my nephew, but we have my son-in-law. I mean, I did it again. We have our son-in-law tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got Justin Hicks coming on tomorrow. Yes. I almost called him Justin Sparks. Too. That's right. Justin Sparks is a good guy too, but he's not actually related to. Us. He is not your son-in-law. No, he's not. Uh, that'll good be guy, interesting though. to talk about some things that are happening uh, in the state of Missouri politics. Yes, uh, I haven't heard back yet, but we will be talking with uh, Mike Kehoe. That'll be good. I don't a lot know if of that's our tomorrow or Friday. I would like to hear his take on Yeah, things. but I, I have been talking with their people to figure good. out when we can make that happen. So Very good. Uh, we'll keep people posted from that standpoint as well. Uh, so we'll say goodbye. Thanks again for joining us today. Uh, for Projo and Lizzie Sparks, I'm Vic Faust. Have a great day. Enjoy cancelthashow.com. <laughs>